Welcome everybody to another episode of the Mind Your Own Business with DJ B podcast. I am DJ B. I am here minding my own business with my homeboy man. West LA, baby. Hey, say that. Yeah. So, can you do me a favor? Yeah. And, because I like to make sure that whoever's on the guest, whoever's on the show, introduces self yeah. first, and then I do an introduction just yeah. so I don't fuck it up. Alright. What it do, y'all? It's your boy, M-A-N-N, man. Representing West Los Angeles, California. Faux Life representing. You know what I'm saying? Cap and Gown representing. You already know, man. We go back like four flats on the Cadillac, me and DJB. Yeah. You already know, man. Shout out my boy, Danny. Oh, yeah, that's Danny. Yeah. So, before we get into anything, I would like to thank Danny for his noble sacrifice today. Yeah. Appreciate that. He that's has given his hookah to our guest so that he can have an enjoyable experience on the Mind Your Own Business Podcast. That was kind of one of the reasons I wanted to come. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, we got yeah, the hookah okay. going. This nigga <laughs> like... They got hookah on their podcast. This nigga was like, hey, let me have your chair and me and Danny on smoke. And my behind-the-camera niggas was they like... Said no. No. No, that is the guest chair. You need to be under the sign. We need to make sure that continuity is understood in the episode. You know that's my dog because I give up my hookah yeah, and I, I never give up my hookah to any mouth. Shout out to my brother, man. That's my boy. He get it in on them courts. Yo, <laughs> shout, out, shout out Danny's love-hate relationship for his hookah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this nigga, uh, did you see where episode two? I don't know if yes, you was there. This I did. Nigga was like, I did see that. I don't think I want to be known as yeah, the hookah. Yeah, yeah. That's what made the hookah kind of appealing. I'm like, is it going to come back though? Right, you right. If it for sure came back. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And so did Joe Funky Ass Blue. <laughs> Good girl. Shout out to Blue. Follow her on Instagram, Lil Dog Blue. There's periods in there somewhere. I don't remember where they are. But before we get into this combo, y'all trying to y'all trying to take these pot these pod shots. I'm with it, man. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Cheers. Cheers. To mind your own business. Mind your own business. You identify yourself more as a drinker or a smoker? Or smoker, a, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't really drink till, like, 25. Mm. Yeah, so I kind of, like, I've been smoking since, I first smoked, like, at 12. And then, like, been smoking consistently since 16. So it's like, I, I'm a smoker. Yeah. I was definitely afraid of weed when I was 12. Yeah, bro. nah, I was, I was bad. 12 was my worst year. Yeah? Okay, yeah, so, so 6 is first year. grade. Seventh and that's grade. That's six more. That's seventh grade. Seventh, seventh grade. grade. Oh, that was when I was DJing your dances. Yeah, seventh grade was my word. Like, that was when I was probably the most, like, turned. You feel me? Like, mm. you feel me? Yeah, for sure. Why? Yeah. What was going... What was going... What? Tell me about seventh grade, bro. Like, what happened... Tell me about the first time you smoked weed. Well, shoot. I mean, like, in the seventh grade, like, at John Burr, I went to JB. Mm-hmm. So, sixth grade... Is separate from seventh and eighth grade as far as lunch and, and recess, like you know what I'm saying? Okay. So when I got to seventh grade is when I was with like the older kids, even though they was a year older, they was the older kids. That was a big difference in middle school. Yeah, and I, we was all together, so I kind of like kicked it with the older kids, but and they were like the bad older kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> you feel me? So it was kind of like I just kind of just would run out. Like I, I was their little homie. We had that back then. It was like a lot of the like 
like we used to have fights at like at lunch with like you know what I'm saying like squad opposite cliques. Oh yeah, the click the click fights. All that yeah, all that shit, and it was just kind of like that was the year I was on some like I thought I was a, I was a gangbanger. Like, yeah. I, you feel me? Like I thought I was turned up. I had braids. You feel me? I kind of like just was with whatever. Yeah. One of the older eighth grade homies, they were smoking weed, and I was like, shit, let me you know. At school? Yeah. You smoked weed for the first time. Around the corner from my school. Oh, okay. Like, there was like, there's like this shopping center right on Wilshire. What time was it? In Highland. After school. Oh, okay. After school, like, yeah. After school. You ever went to school high? Hell no. No, no, no. (laughs) See, and the thing is, look, smoking weed, smoking really was what got me, like, back on the right track, because I had long hair. Mm -hmm. I had braids and shit, so when I smoked... Uh, I smoked like right after school, and my mom picked me up late, maybe an hour later, and she smelled it all in my hair. The first time you smoked, you got caught immediately. Smelt it all in my hair. Well, twelfth graders ain't that. Seventh grade. Twelfth. Twelfth year olds. Twelve year olds. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, so I, I got caught, and she, my mom kind of like she broke down. She was sad. Like, mm. man, you know, she all because he raised me good. I just wanted to, you know, do good shit with the with my home, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, she made me cut my hair. Well, I had a choice. Give my phone up, cut my hair, or quit going to AGC. Ooh. Yeah. You chose your hair? I chose my hair. And then cutting my hair did something. I, I, I became an A student after that. I was, because my nickname was Braids. It was like, they took my whole identity. So yeah. I kind of just started over it from there. Then I just started rapping. And you think there's a correlation between... Um, your hair and drugs? I, I think it's a correlation between hair and activity. Uh, in a weird way. But like, in like, your life. Like Samson. In your life, though, specifically a correlation between. Hair and activity. I wouldn't say drugs, but yeah, activity. I don't know. I remember the field trip phase, bro. You had hair. Yeah, was, I was active. I was, yeah. I was with whatever. <laughs> For but sure. it, was, it was in a positive way, though. I think yeah. when I had dreads, I used that energy for positivity. Even though I was still turnt. I was like, you know, a radical hippie type. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But I, I do think hair kind of makes you more active. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to look at Ludacris. I liked hair, Ludacris. Exactly. I bet you did. I did. You yeah. win that bet. Thank you. <laughs> so after you smoked for the first time, you continue smoking. No, that's why I said I started the yeah, first time you cut I smoked your hair, at 12. You cut your hair, you stopped. Then I smoked again at 16, and, and then, then I what stopped you, at 16. And then what did your hair look like when you were 16? Regular, I had a cut. You, yeah. was, you smoked short hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I was more ready for it then. Like, it was like I made a commitment. This was like around Wiz, Khalifa. Oh, mm. That's when the world started Every, smoking. Yeah. Everybody wanted to smoke. Yeah, Wiz, Even Khalifa, Cushion like, Oat, Orange Juice, you know what I'm saying? Yep, for sure. Burn after rolling. Yeah, it was actually then. Yeah, yeah. It was actually sure. then. It was early Wiz. Because <coughs> Cush yeah, after rolling was... This was like how peak. fly, Wiz and Currency. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that was that shit, too. Mm-hmm. That was like 09 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I graduated 09. Oh, beautiful. So that, oh, so that's that's like music's peak for you for sure cuz yeah. that's when people is all the way outside of your senior year, freshman year. Yeah. But you know, I was smoking with y'all. This is true. And that's, that's when y'all, we started y'all who had me smoking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were you on that were you on that um trip with us to Sonics? Yeah. That was the most What are you talking so about? Yeah, I was that's there. When, that was story when, time. Oh, Hello. man. <laughs> so that's when I had the minivan, right? Mm-hmm. And 
I, we was doing some stupid shit in that minivan. Fun. Was shit. it your mama minivan, like Kendrick? It was his. I, me and Kendrick have very similar late high school stories. Gotcha. Like the the car my parents, my first car they gave me was a minivan, mm. and I had all the homies in that motherfucker. <laughs> and I remember that was when um, Tell Me When the Go Had came out. Mm. Nigga, me and the homies going, we got stuck in traffic on Slauson. With open the doors Ooh. to the minivan, and niggas oh, would start ghost riding the whip and going dumb and shit on the side of the minivan because it was like the perfect car to do yeah. that in. But then this one time we got high and seen a Sonics commercial, and we was like, we need to go to Sonics. Has anybody ever actually seen a Sonics in real life? Because I haven't. See, we in LA. Okay? People Burgers? who are listening, right? Yeah. There ain't no Sonics in LA because I live in Vegas. Yep. Uh-huh. Sonic's everywhere in Vegas. Mm. Ain't nothing. It's like, ain't nothing to go to Sonic. My bad, though. Ain't nothing to go to Sonic. So, yeah, because we is in L.A. We ain't seen no Sonics, and they're the closest Sonic was like, what, an hour? It was at Disneyland, bro. It was in Anaheim. Damn. Right. So we mobbed. So we was like, we was high as fuck. As hell. And was like, let's go to Sonic. Niggas <laughs> was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, fuck it, I'm driving. Nigga, I was driving. We was on the 110... Getting on the 105, and the 105 off-ramp, like, the ramp to get on goes like this. Like, it's like a U, right? Or like a, a, a inverse C. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we was going on that shit, and it was like, whoa! We're on the rings of Saturn right now! <laughs> High as fuck. High as fuck bro and like when you first start smoking weed smoking weed like yeah it's a different high yeah. you are it's psychedelic yes weed is PPG psychedelic it's psychedelic for sure when you first start yep. right now it's whatever now yeah now, now it's I like feel the it's, it's kind of like coffee yeah yeah, yeah right yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it just it goes up then you have a little crash and if you want to get back up you smoke tolerance yeah 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 for sure that tolerance is real yeah and my tolerance, honestly, bro, I, I remember that was a long time. I didn't know how to function on weed, but every I was rapping, so everybody around was smoking weed all the time, and I hated being that nigga that'd be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to train myself to not act weird smoking. So whenever I got some weed, I would just smoke some more, mm. and then just smoke some more. And boy, I took some tumbles with that shit, Damn. nigga. <laughs> nigga, I fell asleep at the club many a times. But you fall asleep. I am a sleepy ass. I remember nigga. when niggas used to go to the movies and be up. Derek would fall asleep. Oh, I would. He hated the movies. I, I hate. I don't go to the movies <laughs> at nighttime. Movies bro. be comfortable, bro. Exactly. You give me this nice ass, comfortable ass seat. I'm going with the homies. I'm de- probably gonna alter my mindset. High, for sure. High, at least. Yep. Get some nice ass, comfy snacks, nigga. I'm done. Uh, every time So like I gotta catch Matt And then so like It actually works out better for me Cause Matinees are designed For people like me So I say some money Me too yeah, 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 them niggas. Nah, yeah Niggas like matinees For sure A little nigga. cheaper Save a little money yeah, But I know I'm gonna be awake I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be awake. awake I just I just got out the shower Damn, I'm gonna be yeah, awake Yeah yeah Type shit But I remember We went to see Avatar bro I saw Avatar four times I never have seen Avatar, but my body has been present when Avatar has been on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Four times. You didn't even say. Wait, what do you mean four it? times? 
four fucking times. You nigga. went to Ava- you didn't see it? I went to the movie theater twice and it was on a television I was at twice. I have fallen asleep every single time because for some reason people like to watch Avatar in the nighttime. I'm gonna give it to you. It's a long ass movie. As fuck. It's a long ass movie, but it's an amazing movie. But if you haven't seen it in 3D That's when it first it. came out, you ain't seen it. 3D three, ta- three times in a row. I'm actually. I seen 3D. it four. You had three times. Three times. And you seen all thing? Now, I took Every one of. Time. I took one of the one of the my my homies one of the hoodest niggas I know. Just that's that's my bro. I'm like, bro, you want to experience? Come on. Yep. We went to the movie, just me and the homie, just to see it. I had to just take him out the hood to just experience some other yeah. shit. And he left. He was like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, I love that movie for that experience. Because it take you away from everything. That's At my, least in 3D, the way it was. That's my favorite part about my stupid, super stupid hood niggas. Not, not saying they're stupid, but like they stupid hood. Like they're ridiculously yeah, they, engulfed they in, only in, know in what hood they know. culture. Yeah, yeah. If you give them a glimpse of anything else, bro, bro. they are so mind blown and grateful. I'm gonna keep. That's been my life since I was young. All, I've always best. had the hoodest homies, the hoodest homies, and I'd be just so just like into other shit, and they just be like, "Nigga, what? What you about to do?" I'm like, "Oh, nigga, you know, so I'm about to go act. I'm about to go to my acting class. Right. Nigga, I'm about to go do something. I'm about to go to the studio when niggas wasn't going to the studio." All the homies would just be like, damn, bro, like, niggas really like that type of shit, but never had an opportunity to, yep. to see it. Right, those so are just That's kind of always what I, pri- like, prided myself on, kind of like being a, a bridge to help the homies that yeah. I know see other shit. You hear me? Hold on, let me get rid of this bitch. She's making way too many barking noises. Look. So what, you pause it? No, niggas pause it? That's what I mean. We don't pause. We don't pause. Y'all just sit there looking awkward for a minute. Oh, shit. And that mushroom is right Oh, you took it? Yeah, I took that shit. Man, I'm telling you. It's real. I'm trying to have the exotics. You feel me? Yeah. Albino penis envy? I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> They're talking about shrooms. Well, Let's shrooms. continue this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh Bookmark that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What did I just walk into? I walked into albino what now? Shroom talk. No, but what, what was what Albino that? penis envy. That's the name of the strength. That's what I thought I heard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hood niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, um, that's something I, I, I tend to do a lot too, is I be taking the resources that I've made, mm-hmm. like the surroundings that I've given myself, I think I take it for granted a lot too. What you mean? Because there are a lot of niggas that live in areas that I live in, too, yeah. that I've just never seen that. Like, you live on Crenshaw, but you never been to the beach. You know what I mean? And the beach is like a 15-minute a drive away, but yeah. they just never had no reason to go there. Yeah, I, had a, I have an uncle that's um, he from, like, Crenshaw Mafia. Mm-hmm. And he was like a father figure to me. We went to... I remember I was, like, what, 10 years old. We went to... Uh, SeaWorld, just a family trip. He ain't used to family. He been in and out of jail my whole life. You feel mm-hmm. me? So y'all went to San Diego. San Diego. This nigga was tripping out. Grown, OG, real nigga from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Tripping, like what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, bro. You know, you know in my head, because I was, at this time, my mom took me on trips. We done been around. Mm-hmm. This grown man ain't never, you know? 
opened my eyes. I'm like, damn, niggas really don't know nothing outside these blocks. Right. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of cats from out here in the hood don't know outside their own area. It's crazy. That's true. That's amazing. And there's that's... a thousand motherfuckers like that too. Like, yeah. Wow. I would advise, like, if you have the opportunity to take somebody out the environment and show them something new, what? just do it. I got a homie, you know Mel. Yep. Shout out my nigga Mel. He, um, I met him on Dalton. Yeah. You feel me? Right on fucking Normandy and Florence and Normandy. You feel me? Yeah. A real G, like my G, oh, oh my, you know what I'm saying? Like a real G nigga. Made him my tour manager just because I, I fuck with what he fuck with. You yeah. feel me? Like I fuck with how he move and how he rock. Took him to Australia. You feel me? We had the time of our lives, bro. And to this day, you know, he a grown grown man. To this day, he's always just like, bro, thank you for that. You feel me? Like, thank you. It meant a lot to him. But it was like, to me, I'm like, bro, you got to see this. You got so much potential. You you know, you're doing your thing. Come with me. Come see what we're doing. I brought him gripper places. He was with me. Oh, a lot of time when I was touring. That was a... Yo, Mel is a real ass nigga, bro. Like, if... You should be Mel. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a he's a dope nigga, That's bro. That's my boy. Like, it's something about when this nigga talks to you, bro. You can hear the sincerity behind yeah. everything he's saying. Man, like, you like, I don't, I don't hear no fugazi in none of your conversation. That shit is that you you. He was just like one of them niggas. You don't really got a question if they a one. You know what straight I mean? Up, straight and up. that's I think that's really smart of you. To make him your tour manager, yeah. because those fundamentals help you universally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. No matter where you go on, you get into it. Somebody, and like, look, this is what it is, and this is what's gonna happen. If it don't go this way, then this is what's gonna happen. Man, shit. You know what I mean? Man, shit. Straight exactly. Up. Yeah. Just straight, pure. One plus one equals two. If two plus two don't equal four, then we gonna have a problem. We having a problem, and that makes sense. Yeah. To me, there's no person that doesn't make sense to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's people that'll try to dwindle around that, but that's not it. Um, speaking of touring, let's get down to your. Let's talk about let's talk about your career. Yeah. In music. Oh, let's start with the beginning. Yeah, that's what. What, what uh what got you into wanting to do entertainment or music? Even like just growing up in your environment. Well, when I was younger, my mom. Um, well, I told my mom I wanted to be on TV. You feel since me? Was little. Since I was a kid, yeah. I like, told her I wanted to be on TV. And she took it serious. So I went on auditions when I was younger. I went on, like, all grip auditions. I was on shows. and she, I was on Married with Children when I was He was on Married with Children when I was, like, seven. Yeah. Married with Children. I did uh, Ghost of Miss... Little, little small roles. Yeah, yeah. Then what happened? Um, oh, you want... Okay, I'm going to keep it all the way lit. The agent at the time, so, damn. I, you know, I'm growing up. I'm, like, 11 years old. I got like gap, a gap tooth, right? Yeah. She told my mom like he can't book anything. That he needs to get braces and whatnot, right? And I was like, what? Like white lady told her that. She was like, what? So after that, she was like, man, I don't know, cause I don't like this energy. Right. You feel me? It's not like, you know, I could have got braces and whatnot, but it was just like the way you said that was real, not caring. Yeah. And she didn't like that. So that time she wanted to kind of keep me around my type of people so she put me at AGC which is Amazing Grace Conservatory on like Adams and Crenshaw right in the hood mm-hmm. that was my first time really like around my people 
and doing into the stuff I'm into. Into your craft and with your people. Yeah. Like, you know, I was always the outcast wherever I went because I'm like, you know, I'm cool, but at the same time, I like this shit. I like acting. I like performing. Yeah. So it always felt like you were a visitor in, like, white people's world. Yeah. And then you went to AGC and it was just more... Thank you. More minorities... Black people. Black people. Black more soul. People. Yeah. yeah. More. more soul. So we was doing stage plays and whatnot. And at lunchtime during like the conservatory, niggas would um, take the dance room and play rap music and niggas would dance. And this is before I knew how to dance, right? Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm like a kid. Niggas was clown dancing and all that shit. I'm like, I need to learn this. Got good at it, right? Got good at dancing. Boop, bop kind of make my name at AGC as the young nigga who's dancing. I was in a clown group with all the oldest kids from AGC, the coolest ones, too. Yeah. So I was like, bam. Now I'm in this clown group, all these niggas rapping and singing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. I, I want to learn that. I guess that's the next move. <laughs> yeah, so it went from that to, to starting to rap, trying to rap, because I didn't want to do it in front of them. I'm like 13, 12, and they 16, 17. They grown. Mm, you got the head start. Yeah, so I'm like, I didn't want to rap around them. So Did you look at it like you had a head start, or you was looking like, I got to prove to you? I don't know. In my head, these was my peers. Okay. You feel me? But at the same time, I was really nervous all the time. I hung out with them. These like my <clears throat> older brothers and sisters, but I'm like, I don't want to say something that make, them, make it look like I'm young. So yeah. I'd be quiet and just kind of soak everything up. Yeah. They freestyling every time we link it. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing though. <laughs> so I kind of like just started rapping by myself. Nobody really knew except my boy Cheddar. Mm-hmm. We started rapping together. I go to his house, we write rhymes, blah, 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 blah. And from that point, it was like we started recording. And it became kind of like, now I'm a rapper. Yeah. You feel me? We had a group. Then my boy Evan, who kind of like is the link between damn near everybody in LA with me, he kind of pushed me, put a battery, battery in my back and was like, man, you need to keep going. You need to keep going. So I started doing that. He started a label, introduced me to DJB, Animal, Fly Guy, everybody. And it kind of became just like, it kind of just was natural. It was like nothing, you know what I'm saying? It, from acting to dancing to rapping, that's kind of how it went. And then from that point on, I, you know, kind of just started going up. Man, that reminds me of how I met you. Yeah, um, I went to AGC, yeah. and the play they were doing with Pino, it was it was called Pino, it was Pinocchio, yeah, right. So well, you know, with the with the with the hip hop twist, little soul twist, right? <laughs> it's like the Wiz to the Wizard of Oz. That's exactly. how, that's, that's that's what every exactly AGC what play was. Yeah. For sure, that's what they do. And so I was like, okay, this is my first time here. I shouldn't audition to be Pinocchio, but I could be. The next, the, whoever the second biggest one is, I'll go out for that role. And so I auditioned for that role, and I did not get it. What, what role was it? Jimmy, I don't remember that Jimmy nigga. Cricket? Let me ask. What role did you get? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Whatever role he got. Yeah, whatever role. Whatever, whatever Damn, role I forgot he the got name of my Pino. role, too. It was a hard role. Right, but no, it was like the second lead like he wasn't it wasn't whatever the lead male was after pinocchio he was low-key the coolest yeah he was the cool guy he was the cool he was pinocchio's cool friend yeah oh got you right had the most had the second most lines after pinocchio i was like yep i'm going for this one tried out for that role 
Nigga, they gave me the stylus. Stylus to the stars. The stylus to the stars, bro. I made an imprint at AGC. I'm pretty sure I talked oh, about this before. On on the Oh, pod. you're talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'll say it again. I remember <laughs> never wanting to go back to AGC. Hey, man. <clears throat> because I was like, man, fuck that place, man. They keep trying to give me these gay-ass rolls. I don't know where. But I, I talked to Shay, right? Yeah. And I told her I that. Shay, Shay is, was in the dance group that I was in. She was like my big sister. She brought me in. So shout out to Shay. We're going to get Shay on this bitch, too. For yeah, sure. yeah. Hopefully. Shay, please. No, she going to come. She going to come. Yeah, she, she shows love. Yeah, she shows love. I'm, I'm supposed to link with Shay this week. Beautiful. But I was like, they keep giving me these gay assholes. I don't want to do that shit, man. And then she was like. You know you chose how to interpret And that, that's bro. a fact, bro. And that's a fact. I'm not going to lie. That's a fact, bro. That's all I'm thinking. Like, hey, man, that's that's a fact. Dude. You No, but like, so I remember we were doing the read-through through it, right? Yeah. And then I had my line. I was like, I'm the status to the stars. <laughs> and then everybody started dying Because laughing. that shit funny. Like, I'm not going to lie. When... It was jokes. Yeah, that I, shit. I kinda, killed that fucking role. Yeah, you I, did, you I, did I, I did. I did what I needed to do. Yeah. For that role, and I didn't even realize I was doing it because that shit is a funny go-to. Like for a stylist, <laughs> yeah. who? What you gonna do? What in the fuck else? How are you gonna you stand out? Right. Yeah. You Especially if you if you're not that, you acting. Yeah. Fuck it. I didn't even know I was doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. I was like, when I read that script, I was See, like, what you did though? You was like, let me go for the funny. Nope. No. That what, what uh. that's what I did, I guess. Yeah. But when I was reading, I was like, "Oh, this is clearly a homosexual role. <laughs> Why did they give it to me?" I guess I'll just do. I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. but they're making me do it. But I didn't even realize that I was doing an interpretation in my head. Right. Like that was already me engulfing the character and making the character for what I had read, and it killed because. Apparently, I don't understand why nobody expected it, but nobody was expecting me to do that. Yeah, yeah, because it takes it takes some gonads to do that. I didn't know I had them. Yeah, I didn't know I had them. Did and, it. and I think I'm realizing this today. Today, I had resentment for you, damn, because you took the role yeah. that I wanted, and then they made me play a role I didn't want. We, we getting somewhere. It's a breakthrough. All right, right. No. <laughs> God damn. Mind your own business <laughs> therapy session. Straight up. <laughs> I was like. Hey, man. Hey. It's all good now, though. Oh, we solid. All right, cool. Cool. <laughs> we good. <laughs> no, <for laughs> <sure>. <laughs> no, you good. I've already sabotaged you enough. <laughs> no, fuck with you. <laughs> he had cancer, though, so he going to be like, when did you really sabotage me? I know what you did. I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. A couple a couple stock uh, advices sabotaged me. You got me fucked. <laughs> hey. You got couple, me a couple, fucked hey. Up. In the market. You got me fucked <laughs> in the market. You got me fucked up. It's all good. First though. off, anytime you took an L in the stock market, I took a bigger L in the stock market. Yeah, because we was doing the same. L. We was on the same L. You told me. So why I wasn't sabotaging you? Yeah, that would have been me. Like yeah, saying, a, uh, "Hey, do this," and then I don't do it. Like a suicide mission. But like, yeah, he yeah, bought yeah, one. yeah. That's if, what I was thinking. Uh, no, nah, yeah. if he bought, what's if the he fucking bought name? Two, I bought twenty. Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah, That's Kamikaze. exactly what it was. A uh, Kamikaze. They renamed it Lowe's. Fuck Lowe's the three days. <laughs> all good. That shit was weak. Anyway. So, yeah, I think I had. 
I would I would say it's resentment, but it would more so be envy. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And no, I, I mean, look, I'm gonna keep it G. It that's how it was with me when I first started AGC too. Mm-hmm. I was a young person, niggas didn't know me. Uh, I go out for roles and never got them for right. at least two years. Mm. But I was at AGC for years, bro. Right. Like from from like eleven to till I got signed. And I look back, I look back on it, and I was like. That's pretty fucking ambitious of you, bro, to like never have any trained acting experience yeah. and think and you're going to get, gonna get the yeah. second to biggest that's, lead that's role. My point. I was there for. I took yeah. The no, you put your time years, in. You put your time in. And for sure. I made. You know what I'm saying? Like I made them see me. So when Absolutely. it came to aud- audition times, right? And then like their brand is on the roll. Yeah. I mean their the brand is on the line. Yeah. My I, man. I got you. <laughs> cool. Their we brand's on the line. Like you gotta. You're not gonna give us. it to you're not gonna give it to somebody you just met who did a subpar audition. Straight up. I'm sorry, I could have handed it to your hand. But yeah, so it's all it's all good. But that also puts you under a microscope in my eyes. So like I had been watching you a little bit closer. Because I was like, so special about this nigga just took my role. Like, I couldn't do that shit. Yeah. But and then you and you showed up. You show you showed up and do your shit. And I got a question. Would you give AGC credit for a lot of that? I give AGC all the credit. I give AGC all the credit for how I turned out. Let me, cause and all everything, and I, and I'm a, I'm gonna even take it a f- step further. All all the rappers, everybody that came from AGC, it every time I look at them, I'm like, you better say something about AGC. You feel me? Because everybody. A lot of people came from that place. It's real. A that, lot of people came from that place. That I went. People what? know. Like a lot of y'all know, came from AGC. Like a lot of notable names. Yeah, Issa, Issa went to AGC. Issa Buddy went to, AGC. went to AGC. Buddy went to AGC. Tristan went to AGC. Yeah. Um, Ravon went to AGC. Shay went to AGC. Leon, he did. He did like. He was on all that. He was. He did the youngest whole... nigga that was on all that. Remember the young yeah. nigga? He was at AGC. That's my. Boy. He was. He was in the clown group. That I was that I was in, and you want to know what's funny? Mm. He was the reason I went. I seen him in the brochure. Mm, I was man. like, he's from all that. Yeah, that's hard. Mom, yeah, come on, let's do it. Let's run it. That's how. That's how. Then the the little nigga who got the role on Wu Tang, AGC Ashton, AGC. Mm-hmm. the nigga the nigga who plays the AGC, RZA. Listen, AGC. Oh, yeah, AGC. AGC really trains you to do this shit for real, and it gives you pride, right? Because I'm sure. telling you, bro, like being black. Young black and from LA and into that shit, you gotta have you gotta have, you gotta be really like you gotta be a standout and and like sure of yourself yeah. because it's it's you gonna be labeled a square. You feel me? Like yeah. to most people in LA, like mm-hmm. at least where I'm from. Yeah, you gonna stand out to to black people in LA. Yeah, but then when you get to white people, you are you're the exact opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not black enough when you're with your black friends, and you might be too black when you're with white Story people. Story of my life. You know what I mean? Story of my fucking life. But AGC is is a place where you can really hone your talents and really feel comfortable for sure around That's people like minded people. Yeah, so. That's and man, they I make wanna, you, I, we gotta I gotta do something for AGC man yeah. like niggas gotta really bring it bring that to the motherfucking masses. It's it's so important for creatives yeah. because they make you do dance, they make you sing, and they make you act. Yeah, like, I would. You want to do one, but they make you do all three because that's necessary in this craft. I'm gonna keep it G when it comes to making music. If I didn't have my singing classes at AGC, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the shit I do in the studio. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what keys to. 
sing or rap or any of that. It wouldn't. I wouldn't understand it. Yeah, it, yeah. it give you the language to what you want to do. For sure, yeah, and yeah. all of it is necessary. Like you doing a stage performance as a rapper, you ain't gonna be dancing, but you need to know how to move. You, you know have what I'm stage saying? presence. You gotta have a stage presence, and that I think that is what got you a deal when. In the first place, like yeah, straight up. We it was a fly guy show at the Knitting Factory. Yeah, I remember we was going all the way out. We had a song called Magnum, right? We do it big, like a Magnum and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was our song, and then we had this thing where we're gonna throw out a shit ton of Magnum condoms to the crowd, right? It went well. Like the crowd was like, "Oh, these niggas is crazy," right? <laughs> <laughs> and we was like, "We fucking killed that shit." And then low key. Um, I didn't realize how much of a benefit this was, but we all had our girlfriends at the front of the show, and our girlfriends were screaming like crazy yeah. no matter what we did, right? And then when you came out to do the song we did with you, they screamed at a whole nother level. Because it was a little, it's like the because little, that little Because homie. that was a yeah, little homie, yeah. but... To somebody who doesn't know the dynamic of the people in the crowd. Hey, the stars. It was like, oh shit, who is the, the fuck is that guy? That you know what I mean? Night. Stars was aligned that night, literally. Because I remember Jamie telling me that. Jamie was like, I seen you guys, the fly guys, you guys were fucking killing that shit. The show, the girls were going crazy. And then when man came out, they went stupid. Like, they were just going ham. And he had this stage presence about him. I was just like, yo, I need you. Like, I remember... Backstage, this motherfucker, this white guy came and like basically seen us and was like, "Excuse me, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> good show, guys. Uh, can I talk to you for a minute?" <laughs> <laughs> and then that conversation led to Beluga, led to bro. Beluga Heights. Led to everything. Led to everything, bro. It changed all, my life. All started from the Knitting Factory that night. Rest in peace to the Knitting Factory. Can we can we do one for the Knitting yeah, Factory? Let's do one for the Knitting Factory. Man. Because the Knitting Factory was a hey, spot for do y'all us remember? Do y'all remember my when my birthday was there, right? Yep. When YG performed. Yep. When he had the leopard pants on. From, I'm talking about YG first performance, bro. Yeah. Ever. Well, maybe not. Maybe top, not ever. Top, top ten. No, 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 no. Maybe not YG ever. Before. But it was the first performance in Hollywood. Gotcha. Outside, because he's from Compton. Like Paramount area. Yeah, I think we had actually went to a party where he. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He at performed parties. at parties, but I remember he came up to me, and was like, "Man, thank you for letting me perform." Da, da, da. And he was opening for me. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I ain't know him because he, he nigga had on leopard, tight ass pants, mm-hmm. and was just tatted up. And was like, I was like, this nigga weird. That's a crazy nigga. I remember I was seeing like, this, this nigga weird, bro. What and year that, was this? I'm. I think I turned 16. It was my 16th birthday party. Yeah, so that was 2000 something. Two, you graduated 06. <laughs> it was 2007. Yeah, 2007. This was Carter III era. Yeah, he and Lil and Wayne when was Lil his Wayne favorite. Was that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he was very. He was hey, very. YG started the uh, skinny jean shit. Got you. I'm gonna put that out there. YG started that. YG was the nigga who, like, before it was cool, he had that. He had skinny jeans with uh, shoelaces as a belt. Mm. Oh, before that shit was cool. Before yeah. the new boy, way before the new boy, the new boys started nothing. Yeah, but they yeah. capitalized off of what was already going on. Because they weren't from out here. Better mm-hmm. than a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the jerking phase was 
was unstoppable. I actually, I don't know if you had seen this, but I had artistic on here. Wait, hold on. Can we take this shot for the Knitted Factory? Oh, yeah, Please, because we factory. almost forgot about the Knitted Factory. Rest in peace to the homie. Rest in peace. We ain't gonna pull it out. We're gonna take it in for the homie. Rest in peace to Knitted Factory. Yeah, shout out to YG because he don't get enough credit for that. That's probably an exclusive. Hey, YG, like I think YG my favorite West Coast rapper. I get the fuck out of that. Yeah. So, the these fuck? niggas decided to do fireworks today. But the fuck is we at? Right? Oh, we in the jungle, baby. Trenches. Really in South Central. Trenches. Though. Not the jungles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really in South Central. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so I think that jerking is, um, I, I had Artistic break this down to me. Shout um, out Artistic. Yeah, no, nah, he's doing his shit right now. That's my boy. He said that the jerking phase was the most defined sound that the West Coast has had. And it basically made the West Coast... Hold for applause. It basically <laughs> made the sound of West Coast club music that we have today, right? Yeah. And it started off with jerking... And I feel like, personally, I feel like Mustard and YG carried it into its own entity. It doesn't have a name, but I guess we'll call it West Coast Club Music. Yeah. Because before that, Dre was doing a lot of stuff, but all of Dre's stuff still kind of had an East Coast influence inside of it somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, he still needed to appeal to the east coast masses yeah you know what i mean I, I feel like i mean you know mustard was the fucking like he dj'd all the popping parties in la he did so t for anybody to have a sound of la he would have it absolutely and i think he just kind of like saw what went up because i mean because when i used to hang with mustard and we used to go to parties he put me on the like that d low d low we don't give a fuck about no i'm talking about he was playing shit that was not mixed. Yeah, it was his ear was to the streets for sure. And it had the, the shit cracking. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely feel that for sure. But I, that shit, the way them niggas, the way them niggas came up to that, they sound. That shit is crazy. And um, because he was saying the West Coast really didn't have nothing up until Jerk. Remember he was saying, yeah. Gangsta I mean, we had then, gangster. Yeah, we had the gangster G funk but, shit. But after that, it was like a right, big okay. old. Okay, so yeah, yeah he basically yeah. said there wasn't a distinct sound since G funk. Yeah, yeah, but then and then, but if you consider the Bay, right? Because niggas always love to say West Coast. That's the Bay too. Though. The Bay don't get the enough bay. love for where the music is right now. These... Hey, my nigga. Hey, it what? It's October. It is. Why is niggas popping fireworks Why in October? Why niggas popping fireworks in October? It must be something. It's got to be somebody's birthday. Niggas, Libras be pretending like they subtle, but they be doing the most. They're crazy. <laughs> like, it's got to be a Libra birthday. I'm thinking it's July. I'm like, oh, no, we ain't going to do nothing big. I just saved these fireworks from this one here. Like, Turn that. I love Libras, though. Hey. I, I love Libras. Cancers and Libras have... The craziest love hate relationship. What's your sign? Virgo. Oh, you're a Virgo? Oh, you're a winner. I fuck with Virgos. I fuck with Virgos. Yeah. For sure. You're like Beyonce, Michael Jackson, and Kobe. Y'all niggas real. 
not I'm not gonna say perfect, but y'all like shit perfect. Y'all like perfect shit. They're perfectionists. Perfectionists, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. For sure. Are, Are you, you into Zodiac? Nah. Oh, okay. But do you like per- perfect shit? As far as what? Do you like shit to be on point? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're on point person. I can tell by how you look. Dress. How he dressed? I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the hat match. You feel me? Like that's that's a Virgo for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's why clean he, white. Y'all that's why he it, gets yeah. his drips off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worn these three times today. They will retire. Because <laughs> the watch is Nick. Last wear after right. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, let's let's talk about what's your um business wise, right? Yeah. Favorite zodiac signs, business wise. Yeah, like if you're working with somebody, what what zodiac signs? You Probably a Virgo. The best? Probably Virgos. I like, I fuck with Virgos. Tough. I fuck with uh, Sagittarius because they make money. Mm. When it comes to Sagittarius, I feel like Sagittarius is about the dough. Um, and I think Tauruses kind of can do everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I fuck with Gemini's creatively. Creatively, yeah. I don't of... fuck with them business-wise, though. Mm. I think Gemini's are too creative for business. I get it. They need to only focus. They need to They need to figure out a partner to do the business part for them. Yeah, so they I can... think Gemini's is too creative. Mm. Not, not, no, 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 no. They're, they're too creative for business. I don't think they're too creative. Oh, got you. You feel me? Like, they're, they're, I love them creatively. They should embrace the creativity. I just think business-wise, they just on some too creative shit. Mm-hmm. See? But I do like Virgos because Virgos will get the Virgos is niggas that's gonna make sure your taxes is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you hear that. me? Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on, they coming. Yeah, yeah. Let's, make sure let's, let's, let's read the books. Like right. oh, you feel me? That's what I feel Virgos is. So when it so comes to money, that's what niggas need. So to kind of go back, um, tell us about that experience about getting signed and that whole thing. Going from that show that night and moving forward to getting signed. I was 16, bro. I was fucking. It was like a. A dream come true. That's how I feel. Like you know, what I'm saying when I from their show. That's when I met Jamie Adler. That's who um, took me to Steve Lobel. Steve took me to Jr. and and Zach. This is all in a two week period. Damn. You feel me? So from that show, two weeks later, I was signed. If the show was October, he was signed in October, basically. <laughs> and it was like it was so fast. Yeah. It was so fast, and but. It, I, in reality, though, when I started rapping in like 13, I said, I'm going to get signed at 16. Oh, you already knew. You said that? You I said it. You said that to said, the universe? In my head, I'm like, all right, so bam, start rapping now. By the time I get 16, I'm going to be signed. Woo, 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 da, 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 da. And that's kind of how I planned my life. And that's exactly what happened. You feel me? And, mm-hmm. and you know, I was kind of like on a roller coaster from 16 to like, what, 21 when I when I went independent. You know, you know what I think helped? This is me personally. You can disagree with me if you want to. But I think just from the from the perspective that I had that Beluga Heights held back your creativity. Yeah. For because sure. they didn't have a vision of you putting out a song without Sean Kingston on it. Beluga Heights was the probably the worst and I don't mean to disrespect it because I love them. They changed my life. Yeah. Not going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, was, they, they opened your but eyes. But it was the ears worst thing for me creatively because it was, they were too business. Mm. It's like the opposite of what I was just saying as far as Gemini's go. They were too business for creativity. Mm. And I was, I was too young to understand. Right. right. You feel me? So when I got signed, 
I'm I'm like nigga, the homies we own da da da. They was like, uh, can you come by yourself? Can you not? Can you like you know? Can we let's focus on this? Like, like the sessions were not what I was used to. Me and Animal was recording in his house. Yeah, I was recording the fucking closet. And he was in his own. He was in his own with us. With the we laughing. Having we laughing. It's a great time. Yeah. We making songs about whatever. Good if it's good. If it's weird. If it's bad. And it didn't feel like work. It, it didn't felt, it felt like fun. At, fun. At Beluga Heights, it was work. Mm. I mean, like, they, I record my shit. They'd be like, okay, can you please go into the lounge and wait while we mix? I'm like, damn, I can't watch the mix. Right. I want to learn how to mix. I can't <laughs> I can't chill with y'all. We can't laugh. No, can you? I'd be, I would be in the fucking lounge by myself. Because they didn't want you to watching have Watching TV else while there. they're mixing my vocals at 16, bro. That's too much. You felt like an employee. Yeah, I'm like, ugh, I'm by myself. I don't have no homies here with me. None of that. And that's the vibe. Because they were so, they were literally, they were, they were like, and but I get it now. They were a new label, trying to get cracking. Right. They didn't have time for that. And they wasn't trying to get away. All they had, all they had was Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston was the only artist that they had, and that was they, that was their lifeline. So they like, bam. Let's make, let's make more Sean Kingston songs. Yeah. With you though. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, but it didn't make sense because I'm a real LA nigga, like, and I wanted to represent that. So we kept clashing. Yeah. It was like they didn't want me to represent LA. They didn't want me to be from LA. This one, Judah. That's why I remember that when I got signed. It was like, yeah, because I got signed off a song called Jerkin. Yeah. Literally about. I remember it. You feel me? That was that was the song that got me signed. They they saw the dance. They saw my charisma. They was like, bam, we gonna get this cracking. We went to the label. They was like, ah, this is. I like him, but I don't like the L.A. shit he's attached to. I don't like the jerking shit. Let's uh, let's do something with Sean Kingston. Mm. So, bam, we do a song. Shit didn't make no sense. It was like, it had no personality. It didn't represent me. It didn't represent nobody. It was a good song. Yeah. It didn't represent nobody, and it didn't do nothing. That, that's and then guess what happened, though? What happened? New Boys come out jerking. Okay, that's two things I wanted to... I wanted. I had one thing I wanted to make sure that I said on camera to make sure that everybody knew this, and then I had another thing I wanted to expand on with you. First thing is I wanted to let it be known that you were the first artist in the world to have a major label deal with a jerking record out. Right? That was that was you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And what I wanted to expand on from you is that. I feel like you're a visionary, bro. Yeah. Like, you see the world before the world sees itself. Yeah, and then that make you sound crazy to niggas who don't see it. makes see you it. sound crazy because yep. Fly Guys wouldn't be shit without Penny Nickel, Dime. Penny Nickel Dime. And Penny Nickel Dime was his brainchild. Can I, can I say something real Go quick? Ahead. Look, I want to be more like... Because of the Fly Guy episodes I've been seeing, like, with y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, man, like, I was with them the whole time. I'm watching, I'm with the Fly Guys the whole time. I'm like, man, niggas don't have no idea, though. Niggas have time. no idea that man and the Fly Guys. This is the same movement. Same clique, same yeah. squad. And it's yeah. like, I always think that's funny because it's like, that should be known to the world. Yeah. I feel like, personally. And it's crazy because how intertwined they are is crazy because he would have no deal if it wasn't for us. And we would have 
no notoriety if it wasn't for you. Because we got the F word because she, Issa Rae, yeah. wanted to film the Penny Nickel Dime video I because that, yeah. Penny Nickel Dime was such a smash hit. And that's all you. If you listen to the hook of Penny Nickel Dime, it's him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we had to take his verse off and put Animal on just so Animal's verse, Animal's sister would shoot the video. Got you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had first verse. Tony had second verse. I had third verse. And then she was like, I mean, I want to shoot a video for my brother, but my brother's not on the song. Yeah. And it's that's crazy. Right? <laughs> and so, so we had to take your verse off and put Animal on. And honestly, Animal did a good-ass job on his verse. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fine. I don't but, even remember my verse. Me neither, I, but <laughs> but you had your verse was your verse was good and yeah. the song slapped. Yeah, and that song did. I remember the studio session, right? Everybody besides Man and Animal to a lesser extent was like, "No, we don't want to do that shit, yeah. bro. We don't need a jerking song." This nigga Man was like, "No, the beat just needs to go boom, boom." It was like, and animal like, he's just creep. He's just that guy that just makes shit, right? Like, yeah. it's n- if you want to make some shit, talk to me. If you want to do anything else, I'm gonna give you some weird ass circular answer, right? <laughs> so it's like, but so he was. They would and manimal was a thing. Niggas have no idea. Don't even know Niggas Manimal. Have no was a idea. Thing. Like Danny, 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 you hear me? That was T Wayne before T Wayne. Man, yeah. Me no, and Animal, you know exactly what? Me and Animal had a whole. I think what was y'all doing the camp? Yeah. Y'all niggas went to camp. Yeah. This nigga, they we all, worked at, we all worked the homies worked counselors. Fire ass. Name. All the homies Animal? went to camp, right? They was working. We were camp so, counselors. Me and Animal was in L.A. Work. just in a studio. Me and him, Manimal. We yeah. did a whole project damn near, bro. It's crazy. And you it was funny because it's like, I'm like 5'3", you feel me, 5'2", 5'3", and that nigga, <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga <laughs> animal like 6'7". Six, six, so niggas, it, it was a, we didn't have shows and all sorts of shit. And it's like a crazy, just like tall ass nigga, crazy, little yeah. ass nigga, but nigga, we would go crazy, they bro. They synced up musically ridiculously. That's my boy. We still, we still got records, bro. Yeah. All my last, all my projects. The last like five years, Animal got something on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like Animal was the first nigga I made music with in his closet, bro. It's you. But y'all work well together though. That's like, my all boy. All the music y'all make, like you could tell, y'all just gel. Yeah, so that's together. my boy. He's and he's talented. He can do whatever. He, you I say him, if I you know him, how to, if you know how to articulate it correctly, he can Animal do whatever. Can do it. He's yeah. probably the most talented nigga in L.A. It's just that he's talented at everything. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to be like ah. Right. He, where, what do I come? Do I come with him yep. for a feature, yep. for a beat, all that? It's mm-hmm. like he could do anything. He's good at everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. Animal wins. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> right, for sure. But that I, I always noticed that you guys synced up creatively so much, and that led to us having Penny Nickel Dime, and me and Tony just happened to be there that day. and was like. Alright, fine, I guess I'll put a verse on it. And then that shit just went places. And it was because of his connections. Because honestly, the DJ that put us on with Pin Nickel Dime was Charisma. Mm. And Charisma would have never started spinning that shit if it wasn't for the relationship you had with her. Right. Because I remember going up to her at a show that we did, a Power 106 show, 
And then I was like, hey, man, I just want to thank you for spinning this record for us, right? Like, yeah. you, you putting us on. She was like, I love man. <laughs> I mean, you got to understand, charisma wasn't always charisma. She used to just do the um, the Power 106 basketball game. Right, the high school games, the, high, the basketball games. And she games. was so chill. We used to smoke. Yeah. I was like, 17, we used to smoke. And I was like, damn, charisma hella cool. And then she started building her name. Mm-hmm. And start being that that the one out here, yeah, you feel sure. me? And then she kind of like, from that point on, she kind of just always just looked out. I think I think charisma is the hot the hottest LA girl DJ that we have. Yeah, so much so that I don't even think people look at her as a girl DJ. You know what I'm saying? She yeah, she a DJ. Yeah, she's just a DJ because not just a DJ. She a DJ. Yeah. She ain't just a DJ. She's a I said what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a more articulate. You know what I'm saying, though. No, we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said she's just a DJ, meaning she's not a female DJ. She's a DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because females get marginalized in in that in that bracket. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of females get booked for DJing because of the look that comes with the female aesthetic. Yeah. But. People book charisma because she's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. She got rep. Yeah. And she put Penny Nickel Dime on be- off the strength of you. And in my head, bro, I was like, we even, bro. <laughs> like, Straight up. Nigga, we, we helped you. We, we, lobbed, we lobbed your record deal, bro. You lobbed us with Penny Nickel Dime. And Penny Nickel Dime opened up ridiculous doors for us. Straight up. But I said all that to say... I look at you as a visionary the same way I look at Issa Rae as a visionary. I look at you that way because she she took the F word, right? And then that was the mockumentary style. Yeah, yeah. Which already existed in like The Office, right? But that was very early in it. Yeah. And then Modern Family took that shit and just ran to the stratosphere with it. Yeah. She even told me she hates Modern Family because of that shit. Like, he was like, I can't believe they did all that with that. But... You are the same way sonically. You know what's about to happen. Yeah, I feel I, I'm. I feel like I'm still like that. I know you are. Yeah. So what I want to know is what's happening. What's about to happen? Like for real, for real. Like for no, real? no, pretend. All right, for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. I think I, this is hey, this is me right now. I think LA about to go crazy. I don't know if it's good though. I think. This is what I'm watching, and this is going to be, and it may not be controversial to everybody, but it is to me. Mm-hmm. I think since Nipsey passed, it's about to be bullshit. Oh, Nothing yeah. but straight up bull. When I say bullshit, though, it's going to be turned. The shenanigans. Good. The shenanigans. And it's good music, but it's about yeah. to be turned. On the city? It's bad, though. Who's the poster child of that? Fucking my boy. Big Sad and Big Sad? them young niggas from the jungles, mm. fucking Baby Stone Gorillas. So if you say Big Sad, then I think um, Draco is the poster child. Yeah, actually, I take that back. I take it back. Big Sad for sure. No, Big Sad. But Draco is, a, is, is, a, is, is the is, is the main one. And when I'm saying bullshit, it's the beef, it's the disrespect, and it's the uh, it's that that Chicago shit yeah. where the, the hoods is dissing niggas mm-hmm. and and niggas is you know smoking dead ops. But we L.A., so it's about to be even worse. Niggas is it's about to be worse, bro. Yeah. And and it's a it's bad because I love it, but I hate it. 
Mm-hmm. Like the baby baby stone gorillas. Mm-hmm. Y'all know who they are? Yeah. Hardest niggas out. They the hardest niggas out. Why know, though? I don't know the music from them. You know why? No. Cause they don't give a fuck. Uh. They dissing everybody. Nigga, they got songs talking about sliding on the crabs and yada yada yada, all that shit. Mm. But I'm gonna keep it G. I love it. This all my turn. homies are scripts. All my homies are scripts. I know crips that love it. Mm. But it's just like the disrespect. You think they taking the, you taking the, they taking shit because back to the Nipsey 90s? gone. Because Nipsey gone. Mm. And I don't think they think it. They, I don't think they think that at all. I don't think nobody is thinking this. Nobody this has is, the correlation. It's the same as like when niggas took Malcolm and Martin. That's when gang banging started. That's when you kill you kill the um the leaders. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 people who watch that see that they die and then bam now it's fuck you you mm. turned up mm. and that's what I feel like is about to happen with L A. So it's. Like with me, musically, just because I see that happening, I gotta even now. I gotta, I can't be bullshit no more. I gotta represent good. That's because the responsibility it's about to be, you put yourself. Because it's about to be bad. Mm. It's about to be bad. I'm seeing it, niggas, from every hood rapping now, and they don't give a fuck. It's like the the care is gone. Because mm. Nipsey to me was from the most, uh, not to say hated hood. But the most probably influential, the biggest, one of the biggest hoods the in California. Hood. And what hood. Nipsey, Nipsey was respectful. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Nipsey just kept it straight, like, just gentle. He was a gentleman, yeah. mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I get it. When it comes to this gangbanging, he was a gentleman. Respectful, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but, but just like, it was still street, but it was also with fucking rules and structure. Yeah. Structure right. gone. It's structure gone. It's young niggas, bro. Young niggas don't give a fuck about rules, and that's what it. That's that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. It always happens with the young niggas. Always. And that's kind of what's happening. I'm looking at music. I'm like, bam. I'm paying attention. Like, damn, if he gone, we we had our years of mourning him. Yeah. Now, it's time. Now, what's the next generation gonna do? Now it's fuck the other side. Mm-hmm. Now it's. That, now that shit's kind of numb to people Cause not to say like We don't miss Nipsey But we like three years removed It's true You feel me like Yeah he was gone we 18 three, Yeah like now what How niggas gonna get cracking Young niggas who didn't really listen to Nip Or, or just, just don't give a fuck yeah. Fuck the other side Nigga And guess what That's exciting the disrespect to the nip murals is a thing. But it's exciting. They be facing every nip mural on Sauce That shit, I don't even want to get that power. Fuck them niggas. And fuck anybody who disrespect nip. Big facts. But the fact that that is, that's now, that's what's happening. That's the future of L.A. rap. And it's going to get cracking. And it's going to be popping. People going to love it. Out-of-towners going to love it. Speculators going to love it. And it's going to cause a lot of bullshit in the city. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to lead to future generations thinking that's what they need to do to get on to that level. Because, guess what? 6 9 still alive. 6 9 still alive. 6 9 still alive. Mm. Hey, shit ain't fair. Shit ain't fair, so fuck it. That's how I feel like it's about to go. And it's sad, but it's the reality. But if that's if we're talking about the future. Right now, I don't think it's there yet. Yeah. Right. But Give it a year or two, though. Mm. I, again, like I, I look at you as a musical prophet. Like I think you, God gifted you with that. Me too. You I, know what I mean? I, I, like I, you have a very good vision. So, 
that makes me ask what is what's your goals for yourself as far as your future career is concerned my goal is probably just to hold the space for positivity mm-hmm. my goal is to you know what i'm saying but, but, but how do be you relatable ca- how do you capitalize off of that because <laughs> you can't you got to eat yeah, for sure. I mean, I do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my only thing. Music is not go- not my only thing. Like, I love music. That's what I've been doing since I was young. Mm-hmm. But it's not my only thing. I do it for the love of it. I'm not doing it for clout chasing. I'm not doing it for fucking money. I'm not doing it for nothing. I just record because I love it. And that's my life. It's second nature. Right. But I got to hold the space if I'm going to put music, put anything, put any energy out there. It got to represent the space of fucking love even even if it's street even if it's fucking you know what i'm saying on some player shit it's still at the end of the day it's still love yeah. and at the end of the day it's still overstanding everything it's it's overstanding i gotta get money it's overstanding that fucking we all we all from the same gang at the end of the day and it's overstanding that that you know what i'm saying like this is it's out of the love it's out of love you feel me yeah i get that that's how i feel and that's even more now, though, because I'm I'm older. I'm about to have a child. It's kind of like somebody got to represent that in L.A. And I, I I'll do it, even if it's not the most cracking music, right. even if it's not the most turned up, most exciting shit. Somebody got to represent it. Okay. I'll do that. I know you got a project coming out yeah. real soon. So is that the energy you're coming with on this new project? Yeah, I mean the project's called I'm Alive. Got you. You know what I'm saying? It's my it's with my boy Polyester. And it's um, it's really celebrating life. A lot of people died in the last few years. Rather it be COVID, rather it be fucking bullshit, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Street shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas died. I feel like death is kind of like consistent. And but it's a lot of you know we alive. And that's what my music. This song, this project, this project, what polyester represents. It's called. It's called. I'm alive, and it's it's about being alive. It's about having fun. It's about enjoying life. You know what else I wanted to talk about? What's cracking? Images. Uh, when I say Im- characters, that's what I meant. Characters in rap. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Like authenticity, and who in your music? I think authenticity is important. Um, is it? Yeah. People can feel authenticity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The like, reason the reason I ask that is because I feel like people there there's two different kinds of rappers. There are people who generate a character that they understand and can represent yeah. and and portray that and then there's people who feel like they are just representing their complete selves. Yeah. And th- I feel like the latter, the people that represent their complete selves like calling out the other the former you know what i mean like like that's not who you are you know what i mean like how do you feel about that i mean when it comes to music you're gonna get all sorts of shit you're mm-hmm. gonna get the characters you're gonna get the authentic people you're gonna get the motherfuckers who just so good at it you don't give a fuck about if they are fake or not mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like at the end of the day that's how it is and it's i respect everybody's craft mm-hmm. you could be you could be talking the most bullshit if you good though I respect the fact that you're good right you could be being the realest person 
but your lyrics may not necessarily be the most deepest. The, the deepest, you may say some simple shit like Jeezy, let's say. Not yeah. to, you know, I love Jeezy. Right. But Jeezy is not the best rapper. Yeah. But he's the he real. He one of the yeah. realest. Nah, niggas. you like Jeezy for a different reason. Authenticity. Than you, like, you like Jeezy for a different reason. You like Lupe. Exactly. He's so authentic. I feel it and I respect that. Uh. So with me, it's hard because I respect. I kind of. I kind of like everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I find the good in everything. Right. If that makes sense. When I when I was thinking of that question, except for six nine. Mm. I mean, he's probably the most. You want to know why? You know why I think I hate that you him. don't like him? Is because he got exposed as not being the character that he generated. That's not even it. Then what is it? He's just, to me, he's just the cancer. He's just like fucking, like the everything he represents is just, is just like damn. He's not like he his music is turned. I'm not gonna say it's not turned. Okay. The first few songs it was turned, but it was like, damn, bro, like. I didn't even like them songs that much, but I understand. What you're I bet they they got a lot of energy. No, they're people good like energy. Them. People like them, and I spun them. Yeah, he got a lot of energy, but it's also like, you just you just really you not you you see him you not from the culture, mm-hmm. you not from it. Right. But you just you just predatory on it, mm. and everything he does is predatory. I don't think he's ever had a genuine song, ever. Right. You feel me? And all this shit is like, I don't know, just something about him, just, he's one of the artists I can't find the good in. I get And that. I like, I damn near like everybody. I can't find the good in him. You like everybody? You damn want? near. Mm. I damn near can find the good in every artist. But okay. I just don't like him. My niggas knowing that I got it for real. This for freak kill was in the pills. You know the drill, they coming ill. This money shit give me a thrill. You, you know, know how I feel. West yeah. side, know you see me now. Real nigga gotta stay up, they wanna see me down. My niggas got that for real. Young street niggas in the field. Six, four, shorty, make it bounce. She gon' turn it up, cause the real ones in the house. My niggas got that for real. Young street niggas in the field. We're back from the break. I just wanna let you guys know we just experienced history at the My Own Business Podcast. That was the first pee break we have ever had. <laughs> had to go. <laughs> had to go. Niggas feeding me shots. It was a real ting. Oh, yeah. Mind your own business. To mind their own business. Mm. And we're back at filling up these bladders. But where we left off, we were talking about characters in rap. Yeah. And the reason I had brought that up is I was thinking about a lot of characters. Like, there's two opposite ends of the spectrum I want to talk about. Like, a character made successfully was Ice Cube. One of my favorites. I know. I know Ice Cube was one of your favorites. Yeah. And that's made me solid that's what made me think it solidified him as a successful character made. Yeah. Because he openly said like I wasn't doing none of this shit. I seen Easy doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um so then what would you think of like Pusha T? As far as what? I love it. I love Pusha T character. Right. Because his manager definitely has gone on interviews and saying, yeah, him and Malice wasn't doing none of that shit. They was talking about the shit I was doing. And that's why the manager went to jail for like double digit of years and then came back out and was like, yeah, I was managing them. They knew what I was doing, so they would rap about what I was doing, but they wasn't moving weight like that. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, rap is, 
it's such a tricky spot. Like rap is, you can be, you can make, you can create a character in rap because like mm-hmm. re- some of it is like wrestling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes Absolutely. the character wins, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 like I don't know. Maybe because I'm getting older too. Right. That I'm not impressed. Mm. That may be it. Cause niggas is I'm 30 now. You feel me? I'm not. I can't. Like, you know what's fucking me up? Mm. One of the biggest albums out. I have no urge to listen to. Young boy. NBA. NBA. Huh. And he's like the most cracking cat out. Mm-hmm. Jail. All that shit. For some reason, I just can't listen to it. Because I'm just so like That's not the bag you in It's not the bag I'm in But that's the bag the world's in Yeah absolutely But I'm not in that bag That's not who I listen to That's a little bit too young for me mm, So for sure. so it's like There's different levels Because when I was a kid I love characters yep. yeah. But as an adult I'm looking, I'm looking at them Like uh-huh. nigga you not that You not this mm. Bro I'm more street than you Right. And that's what bothers me. Like with six nine, like not to keep talking about that nigga, but he's somebody I was like, bro, I can tell you not as hard as as not not even say I'm the hardest nigga. But you not as hard as me, nigga. Did I'm, you was you saying that before his case? What do you mean? He had a case. Before the snitches? Were you saying <laughs> that before that? Said that since I've seen him. Since day one? Since I've seen him, bro. I'm like, you're not this, bro. I've been around real gangsters. I can tell you not this. Right. You feel me? Right. So it's like, I was just like, oh, he's a kid infatuated with the life. Mm -hmm. When I first seen his videos with all the blood, I'm like, oh, he's infatuated. You're not in it. You're infatuated. You didn't see him as a blood when you saw the video. Come on. Did you? I didn't watch the videos. Did you see him as a real blood? Have you seen a real blood? But he's also from New York. No, no, no. Fuck all that. Have you seen a real blood? I've seen plenty of real blood. Have you seen a real gangster? I've seen plenty of real gangsters. He's not that. And you could tell from fucking looking at him. All right. You could just tell that was the That's play. what I'm saying. Like, see, the, but, but as a kid, you can't tell that. Yeah. As an adult, you can. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I get that. They may sell to kids. Characters are for kids. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's put it like that. Right. Characters are for kids. A grown, a, a, a mature person can respect, we respect authenticity right. for the most part. Unless your character is. Some people can sell the shit out of their character. Exactly, but I don't know if it's street that we respect. Right, it's real. It's, it's just it's real. It's like, damn. I it, could be, it could be some sus shit and it's real, and I was just like, okay. Yeah, well, but if you faking, I'm not that, if you faking I like street, I can't really respect it. Right. That's what I'm saying. But also, the bloods that was backing him, they seen that as a play. Like, all right, we're going to hold him down. This is a bag, but it was uh, it was transparent. Yeah, they feel, it was sell. transparent to us. Yeah, it wasn't transparent to a 12, 13 year old. And they right. was eating that up, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I res- I re- but I respect how anybody get it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of niggas that may that may get the young cats by being like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that may be turned up or be that character, and they get the kids, and that's cool. And I respect your hustle. Yeah, you feel me? But for me. You gotta be. You gotta give me more than just a character. And there's also a cap on hustle respect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like niggas can be dirty. Hustlers. I can give you your credit for getting your bag and being able to provide for yourself and the ones you love for. But like, it's like it's a glass ceiling to that shit. Yeah, like, the whole clout. Sh- this whole clout shit is disgusting. Right. It's real. Come on now, bro. 
bro. It's real. Like, it's just, it damn near, it turns me off of rap. Because I don't know if it's gonna get better. I think it's gonna get worse. No, it's get worse. Cause you starting to see all it the turns OGs. me off. Nigga, I listen to jazz now. Mm. In my whole life, I never thought I'd be listening to smooth jazz. But it's, not even jazz smooth. I'm jazz. talking. About it's way better than hearing bullshit all day. Mm-hmm. It is. It is just lies. You don't want to hear lies. And I'm a. I'm a hip hop head, bro. I mean, from birth. I'm looking something to say. To from birth to fucking. 25 Rap was all I know You play some other shit I ain't know that I ain't know what the fuck You was playing I ain't listen to no, None of that I listen to Straight rap mm-hmm. And Now that's, It damn near irks me yeah. mm. That's it actually a question me. I wanted to ask What was one of the First songs you heard And you was like I fucking Flavor love. in your ear Yeah Craig Mack Flavor in your ear Nigga Turned you out Turn me out oh, rap, bro. What? <laughs> what? Here comes the too. brand new flavor. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, flavor in your like ear, nigga. You in the blood. Straight up, bro. That was the that was the best song to me when I was like five, four or five, nigga. Crazy. You mixing up your senses, Ooh. Craig Mack. <laughs> Here comes the brand that nigga was killing it. Boy, all that shit. I was like, this nigga is raw. Who is this? Yeah. Right. And that's, that's damn near all, the only song he got. Nigga. Fact, fact. <laughs> Craig Mack Flavin' Year was the first song that that shit turned me out. <laughs> that's, that's gonna go down in hip hop history. Like, you know, it's crazy. That's the thing. That's just your lane, bro. The way you rap, yeah, you are in that lane. Like I, I would, I would classify you as in the lane of Craig Mack, uh, Ice Cube. T.I. And my favorite rapper for a long time was Mace. And Mace? Yeah. A Mace was my favorite. If if there was no Mace, there would be no man. It's mm. a lot of people. Eminem said the same thing. Straight up, bro. Mace? Eminem said that if there was no Mace, Bro, there would believe be no me or Eminem? not, niggas. niggas That's be... bullshit. No, no, no. <laughs> no, nah, nigga. Mace. The fuck? Mace represented Mace? so Mace? much, bro. Like, because really he the wasn't. Godfather of a lot of people's style. Because he wasn't the, the hardest. That's what made me love him. He wasn't the hardest rapper. He wasn't. I the, was murdered. P. Diddy named me. Nigga, yeah. what? That nigga was yeah. all this. Did it for the money. Like, <laughs> can you get with me, bro? Mace was my favorite rapper for so long, nigga. Like he had one album that I listened to, Harlem World. Yeah, mm, that was that a I, good album. I literally that my that's, that's my that's damn near my fucking like. What's the mission statement? Harlem world, bro. West LA, well, the way I look at West LA is the way Mace looked at Harlem. West LA world, nigga. <laughs> Straight up, bro. The way the way he looked at Harlem, I'm, I'm, I always patterned it after him, bro. You know what I wanted to know? Wait, no. Let's let's keep going on Mace for a second. I'll get to this in a second. Yeah. People gotta put respect on Mace. Nah, name. come on, bro. Mace was that nigga. Mace took the, the respect away from his own name, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucked himself. He up. fucked. He up shot the himself Mace in the foot. Yo, did he? It was a lot of street shit. That did he? But that's Bad Boy. Yeah, that was. If we really want to have a deeper conversation, Bad Boy don't don't produce nothing but one classic, and the second album, and that's it. Did he? But not even that. A lot of street shit transpired, and he moved to Atlanta. Yeah, but... Listen, Mace was on the street shit, right? And then Diddy was like, "Mm, let's polish this shit up. And then the world respected the Mace brand. Yeah, but... So Diddy was the best thing to happen to the Mace brand to me. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And then 
Mace took the brand and did the other shit with it. Like the Diddy, the Mace everybody loves. Mace went to, was Mace went to the fucking church. That was the that worst was thing the, he could have did. Was the and then tried to come back. Yeah, yeah, Mace. He went to church. I mean, and they tried to come back with G Unit. You remember that? Whoa! Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> There would be no billionaire Kanye if there was no Mace. That's a fact. Let's say that right now. For sure. Mace opened the door to the church. Yeah. Mace was getting that church bag. And hey, Kanye hey, was and like. Look, you want to know something crazy? I read Mace's book. Y'all ever heard about Mace's book? Hell wrote, the fuck no. Nah. Tell me about it. I wrote a whole book about his whole like transition into church and all that shit. What happened? He just, I guess, I mean... In the book, it, he didn't really address it. Like, Cameron and all them really addressed the real shit that, yeah. that happened. But Mace was kind of just on some, like, man, he, he he woke up with two bitches in his bed and was just like, oh, I, got, I can't do this no more. That's how he wrote it in the book. That's the most <laughs> That's the bullshit. Shit. That's some bullshit. But it, I'm like, but I, I read his whole shit. And he was kind of just on some just, like, you know, like he had to change his life. He couldn't see himself doing all that shit forever. But I, I get it. I get it, but I also feel like, bro, there's a you could have changed your music around a little bit. You didn't have to go full on preacher. I because, even like, I even liked Welcome Back because I'm gonna keep it G. When I, I went, when I went, when I went, when I went, Peace Life, like that was my whole, you know what I'm saying, my whole shit. Peace Life, I was on some real positive shit. Mm-hmm. One thing that bothered me and why I stopped really on some like Peace Life shit, niggas used to holier than thou me all day. What you mean? Oh, you peace life, nigga. You ain't supposed to say that. Oh, you peace life, nigga. You ain't supposed to right. do this. But I, I, I think I did that to you a couple of times. It I'm was like, too much. Hold on, nigga. You peace life. You can't turn up on nobody. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not trying to be up. in that box. Yeah. I'm not trying to be in them. I was still making music though. Right. They wanted that was the- a that was a difference, and I think that's what Mace went through. But he did everything. I feel like we have the same timeline, but he went way too far. You have parallel universes Because my whole shit Like when I was Doing my peace life shit It wasn't on some like Like Religion shit It was more spiritual As far as like Yeah I I was I experienced the whole label shit I get the the bad in it At You know what I'm saying Like let's represent Being positive And all that shit But He went on some straight up I I, I experienced it Let's Let's totally 360 it Mm. That's not the way I feel like you're supposed to do it, personally. I feel like you could you could still make music and still talk to people and get your message across, you feel me? But he kind of quit the whole shit, and that's what fucked him up. That's how I feel. I'm, and Kanye said that, too. What did Kanye say? He said, don't leave when you want to When you hot, that's what, that's, that's what Mace fucked up. leave when you hot, that's how Mace fucked up. So, further confirmation that Mace... There will be no billionaire Kanye without Mace. For sure. And to clarify, Mace is a lot of your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah, Mace is... Like, we're going to put some respect on Mace's name. Come on now, bro. Mace Mace came through with the most flyest shit that I've heard, bro. In the 90s? He was That nigga was on this shit. All his flows was like this. Yeah. That whole Harlem World album. The whole album. The whole album. I was on that album so long. Bro, like for the longest time, right. like I played that album out. I, I know every lyric to that. You can play it, I'll, I'll rap the whole shit. Jealous guys is my shit. Straight up, and you know what's crazy? I, I heard recently that song is what damn near drove him out of fucking Harlem. Jealous guys. He was talking about a real nigga who was jealous. Baby mate. 
Oh, that song was too real? Hey, I'm tapped in to Harlem, nigga. Man, tapped man. in to Cam, all them niggas. Hey, after Mace, nigga, it was Dipset. Uh-huh. Because West LA is Harlem. And nigga, I was on Dipset. Tough. And Cam spilled the beans. He let niggas know what, I what makes I think we all had a dip. Did you have a Dipset phase? Not it never a, ended. Some niggas, some niggas didn't. I love that. Hey, but we on the, we on the West Coast. A lot of niggas didn't really set. tap Shout in. I Dipset. I love Dipset. I love Dipset. I praised the Dipset anthem before I... Praise the national anthem. Oh God, bro! I stand I, on that. Man, I represent, Fact. bro. Dipset, I pattern all West LA shit that I be talking about after the way Dipset was represented. You think I, you can? Well, after the way Harlem was. was you think represented. you can? You think you? Uh, you think you're the the hybrid of Cam, Mace and Cam, Cam and Cam? I'm you you swag like Mace, but you, but you no. Move you like know Cam? what? I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it real vulnerable with y'all. I think I'm just straight Mace. I'm not even Cam. There it is. I, I think like I think the homie sad is Cam. Ooh, the homie sad. The homie big sad sure. is Cam. I'm really the Mace, but I'm I'm doing Mace, the whole Mace timeline different. Okay, so I got a question for you, bro. Yeah. Um, so I went to Westchester early 2000s. We was at all our assemblies yelling West. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just assumed it was just an abbreviated form of Westchester. You put that shit on the map. Yeah. For I took sure. I took that from y'all, but I'm I'm West LA though. I know, but you yeah you took it from the Westchester chant and I made it, it from, West LA. Yeah, I took it more from y'all though. Yeah, no, literally we you y'all niggas, you no, Evan and all me, the homies. Yeah, yeah, you're y'all niggas used to say West, and I was you know what I'm saying I felt it. It's because when we went to our assemblies at our school, niggas with the cooler kids than us was yelling West West. So then. We wanted to be cool, cool, cool too. And it's then you crazy. was the little homie, so you heard that shit. But our little homie just so happened to have a Def Jam record deal. <laughs> so and, and it was from West LA. So and was from West LA, so, so it was like it just was cohesion. West. And then that became an LA thing. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it did. It you accidentally thing. represented the whole coast with that. And shit. I'm gonna keep it G, bro. I don't. Like a lot of niggas be telling, like my a lot of my people be telling me, like I'm you're more f- influential than you think, and I be like, what? We, I don't know what you're talking about, but that West shit, I for sure was on record saying West, all my on records, the red. and that's some shit niggas will do from now, like, right? And then. and you accidentally represented the whole coast, you know what I mean? Because that that's a global song, yeah. That that reached the whole audience and. It's crazy that that's the start. I'm I'm glad we got that tonight. Is that you got that from us? Yeah, we got it sure. from the cooler kids from us at Westchester because at Westchester Simmons they was like West, and then you was like shit. My homies is yelling that shit. I, I'm from West LA. So for our viewers who aren't from LA, what is considered West LA? Right, I want to talk from where, where I'm from. What, That's what like West LA. Like all right, region. yeah. Because let's talk about it. to the beach. Nah, nah, hell no, nah. not not to the beach. I'm talking about West Los Angeles, bro. There's an area in Los Angeles that is literally West Los Angeles. Before you get to Santa Monica, before you get to Venice, there's a area where it's, there's a mid city, mm-hmm. where it's the mid LA. Is mid city and L and West and LA that you talking about the same thing? Huh? Mid city? No, no. Okay. And believe it, I hear you. It's probably because you from South Central, right? So you're not from where we from, right? In a sense, so Mid City is their own thing. That's damn near only what, and and bringing it to gang 
talk. That's only the schoolyards damn near. So let's um That's do, the the skating ring. They kinda took their own. Yeah, area. let's let's use the monuments. Like so World on Wheels is that West LA? In Midtown. Uh Roscoe's. West LA. Roscoe's. Roscoe's see, on Pico. See, La Brea is, is damn near the cutoff. Ah. La Brea is the cutoff from West LA. Okay. And and I'm a this is this is real, bro. Um I I had a house. My our house was on the other side of La Brea. I remember that. So let's say bam. This is La Brea right mm-hmm. here. My house is right here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Damn near in Midtown. Yeah, okay. I kicked it over here though. Right. All in when the west. When you went from your house, you went over here. I'm yeah. in the west. <laughs> yeah, but I, I lived in the mid in the schoolyards. Yeah. That's the Midtown. The edge of it though. Yeah, I lived in the schoolyards, but I kicked it in the Playboys. I kicked it on Adams and fucking Genesee. Like, that's where I'm from. That's where I hang out at. But I live damn near in Midtown. But I, my, my cousin, where I hang out at, Sierra Bonita, Fairfax, and Pico. That's West L.A. And that's that's what I represent. All my schools, Hamilton, West L.A. John Burroughs, West L.A. Mm. So that's what I represent. But I, technically, my house was in Midtown. Mm. And that's like the, the L.A. type politic weird shit that that be going on that's how it is really you right me? i really grew up in midtown that is the craziest part of la to me and but i, I hung it. out in west la and that's where i got my shit in west my game all that west la niggas i love that about la and i hate it at the same time is that we abide to the death with these imaginary lines i love it because it's, cause it's like it. you know it's why so you want to know why i love it structure? you want to know why i love it because it's like new york Mm, the boroughs. We talking about. We talking about the. Yeah. We talking about the boroughs, nigga. Yeah. L.A. got boroughs. If you really want to go into it, yeah. Inglewood is his own borough. Fact. South Central own borough. West L.A. We are own borough. I could. I consider West L.A. like Harlem, because when you talk about West L.A. niggas, we all about money. Is that where the fly niggas come from? Hey, you said it. I didn't say. It. You hear me? That's yes. where the fly niggas came from. No, yes. he said it. That's why they say Harlem because, is the fly, nigga. Because exactly, nigga. Okay, but... No, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's build on that. <laughs> nigga, West LA where the fly niggas is at nigga. Is that where it is? Fairfax, all that, nigga. All hey, the fly okay, shit. Okay, so Fairfax, Fairfax and Melrose. What is that? West LA. That's West LA? That's West LA, but it's but it's a little north. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's it a is little a little north. north. It is a but little north. But it's West LA, though. Got a fly hustler. Fly hustler, pimping. Mm. What? So where's Manhattan. Man, the West Side. Oh, okay. That's of New Santa York. Monica? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they Santa Monica, but guess what? Culver guess, City? Guess, what Harlem's, guess where Harlem's at? Next in Manhattan, Manhattan, damn near. Uh, Harlem and Manhattan is, is, is next. Hey, I know. I know that's my uptown. fucking history. Uptown. I love it. And that's West L.A., Teach bro. Teach me, baby. Because niggas, niggas, no, because my thing is this. Niggas want to hate on West L.A. You from South Central, bro. Uh-huh. You from where it's at. Uh, yeah, I'm Slauson and Crenshaw. You from where it's at, bro. Where everybody want to be at. He from where Nipsey from. Nipsey yeah. made it cracking. Yeah, for sure. Big Nipsey fans. made it cracking because when I grew up, sixties was like, he <laughs> like, like, but but like, but to the and to this day, bro, I I read View Park. Yeah, because but, I don't identify with no, bro. The but you from Brian, you on Brian Hurst, nigga. I am. You from you a real six old baby. I am. I, I am. remember going to his spot, nigga. From West LA, going to his spot, like. For sure, I'm, that's my nigga though. Niggas we on some used, other niggas, shit. Niggas used to I not see come. niggas on it. Remember that time, nigga? You told me niggas was they. they what, what happened when y'all was in the car? Niggas came up on y'all with. Oh uh, yeah, with the with the yammers, nigga. Because he's from South Central. That's a whole different type of. Yeah. 
the whole that's a whole nother thing. West LA, like there's cripping. A lot all cripping. It's all cripping in West LA, but all these niggas is crips. So peep it. Mm-hmm. All these niggas is crips. All these niggas from the same type of crip. They mm-hmm. gangsters threes. You know what I'm saying? So it's damn near just you know what I'm saying? It's like kinda like chill. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. It's kinda chill because all these niggas in West LA from the same they may be different gangs, but they all threes. So, what kind of beef is going on? You feel me? Like, it may be internal shit, but it's all the same shit. So, it's, that's why I, like, I call West LA the three. Because it's, like, it's all the same shit. But going outside of West LA is a whole different... I don't understand what the fuck you just said. Seriously? You, 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 you feel me? The three. I mean, because cause I'm not a bang. I don't bang. So, yeah. it's hard for me to talk about it too much. I get as it. As far as West LA, though, they all represent trays. Oh, okay. All, no, okay. It's West LA Trey. A lot of niggas say West LA Trey. Now Trade. I get it. So it's they all represent threes, mm-hmm. right? That's that's all the different hoods. They mm-hmm. represent the same type of crip. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of damn near kick it. You know what I'm saying? With an exception. Is it is it like the equivalent to like the overhills and the neighborhoods over here? Ain't they the same? Yeah, they the same. Yeah. No, it's a little different because it's li- it's like they are the same. No, no, no. You know what it's like? It's like all the neighborhoods. Oh, it's like being neighborhood. Like no, it's like all again. down Crenshaw. Uh huh. All down Crenshaw is neighborhood twenties, forties, thirties. Yeah. You feel me? Every twenty blocks, you got a different hood. But they all neighborhoods. Yep. The neighborhoods. You probably from around Crenshaw. West LA is no neighborhoods. Mm. West LA is all threes. Oh. You hear me? So okay. it's it's their own set of politics. Right. So it's like niggas talk their own way, niggas say gangster, niggas have their own language, and that's a culture. Yeah. And that's why it's like it's it's a whole different thing. You from South Central, West LA has their own lingo, own own culture. Quick question. You not from here. Receiving all of this. What do you think of this? Because like I me personally, I think this is like beautiful in its own way. Like yeah. The, granted, it's gang violence, so like sometimes it's gang, it's, it's gang shit, and sometimes that results in gang violence. But I think it's so beautifully unique. To yeah, because it's, it's beautifully structured. Right. That's 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 what I love about it. Right. It's, it has structure to it. It right. may be a, it may be fucked up, but it's still Some, structured. it can get fucked up. But most of the time, there's understanding and cohesion to it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And that's that's what I love about West Coast. That's the beauty. We literally have our own shit. We're yeah. like our own South Central. Yeah. But the thing is, we about money. Mm. It ain't it ain't really, like, niggas, be, niggas do be slight. Yeah. I don't say niggas ain't, ain't gangster over there. Right. But at the end of the day, we the hood closest to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, niggas is fly. Right. We, our houses, you still kind of got to have money to live over there. Yeah. So... That banging is different. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. You feel me? I may get slack, I may get heat from the homies about it, but it's it's real. Right. West LA is about money, and I love that. I love that part. I love, I love all the shit that ain't about tearing down niggas in my city. You know what's? That's yeah. why I never never got put on. I can't I can't hate somebody from where they from. Right. You feel me? I never I can't be from no gang because to, for me it's one on one. It's man on man. I got a problem with you. I got a problem with you, mm. not your homies. Mm. I got a problem with you. Right? You feel me? That's that's the shit about gangbanging. I can't get with. Is that if I got a problem with you, I got a problem with you. I got a problem with your whole hood. Oh, hood. Like no, no, I just have a problem. I don't with, know these niggas. They may not like you. This person. They may not like you for the same reason I don't like you. 
Right. Nigga, what? I'm not about to beef with them because, you feel me? Nah. Yeah. That's just how I feel, but, you know? I totally get that. I'm my own man. I'm a one-man army. But, yeah, I want... What? How do you, Just as an outsider, because I... I'm not sure if this conversation that he's having with me resonates with me the same way it resonates with you because... I mean, my situation is different because my grandparents are from here. Okay. So I'm very familiar with everything that goes on in L.A., but okay. I, I just think it's beautiful. L.A. in a whole, mm-hmm. the culture is beautiful. It's its own. Like, yeah. you you can see a L.A. nigga. Like, if you if you on Mars, you'd be like... That nigga from LA. It's from LA <laughs> for sure. But I just love it. Like uh, good, bad, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's I like, love it too. It's, it's beautiful. I like, damn near love it to a fault. Yeah, yeah. Hey, That's how I feel. The thing is, I think the thing about you is, you made West LA its own entity. Nobody was doing that before you, and you did it on the biggest scale that has been done. Yeah, and nobody hit Billboard top forty. Repping West LA before, and everything you're telling me today was low key depicted on buzzing. Yeah, straight up. And that's what I wanted to say earlier too. Yeah. I felt like Beluga Heights was holding you back from what you wanted to represent. They didn't want me to be from LA. Right. They exactly. Didn't they didn't want you to be from LA. But then the one time they let you be from LA, they didn't let me. I did my thing, and they loved it. How did that happen? Tell me about that. Because because I was when like, I made buzzing. Mm-hmm. Buzzing was meant to be a mixtape song. Okay. So I'll put it to you like that. Buzzing to me was too edgy to give to the label. I was like, ooh, I said, what's the lay on that? Ooh, I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even street, but at the end of the day, it's still, there's some, there's some parts of buzzing they took out. Buzzing, the, the way niggas hear buzzing, the verses was like 16 bars. Okay. They took out, I think, like, Four bars each so verse. So you got 12s on buzzer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They took out four bars on each verse. The verses was kind of like more, even more L.A. than they are. Mm-hmm. But they kind of like made it more so, you know what I'm saying, radio. So when I made buzzing, I literally had all the, I had Keith, the homie Keith, the homie Bijan, all the homies in the studio with me. Yeah, nigga. yeah, yeah. I and I made, that, I made that for a mixtape. And it was like, I like that one. It's on a sample? JR did that? They, they went in and remade the whole beat, did everything, and then mm-hmm. we put it out. But buzzing was not, that was something I didn't think they was going to fuck with. Yeah. Because it was too West Coast. I look at buzzing as your hustle in the house. For that sure. That was both of y'all fucking with JR yeah. on some shit that they didn't necessarily want you doing with that beat, yeah. but you did it anyway. And your just commercial appeal is a little more commercial than Nips was. You know what I'm saying? Straight so up. like hey, so they we, went to a different place. You know, um we got I got a song called Return of the Mac, right? Yep. And it got Snoop on it and mm-hmm. uh, fucking Ayaz, my boy. Yeah. I made Return of the Mac before I made Buzzard. Because that was a record Nipsey had. Mm. And they didn't and Nipsey didn't like it. Nipsey hated the record. I thought it was dope. I redid it, right? They were hated on it the first time I did it. I mean, I did this before buzzing. Hated on it because it was too West Coast. Nigga, we did buzzing. After we did buzzing, we was like, okay, we need a second single after that. Guess what they chose? What they chose? Return of the Mac. They it was just, a song I did before that because they didn't hate, they didn't like it before. But since I made the the, the lane with buzzing, they was like, okay, bam, let's go back to that record. 
Oh well, yeah. This if that one worked, then yeah, this one must work. Exactly. They dude. were very formulaic, I believe. But I saw that. I saw. I was like, how y'all not like the record Nip did? If you go to YouTube, there's a version with Nip and Ayaz of Return of the Mac. But Nip didn't like it. Nip was like, ah, uh, it's too commercial. The label was like, ah, uh, you too gangster. I was like, man, let me do it. Yeah. You feel me? Let me do I'm it. I'm not too gangster. I'm not too late. <laughs> you feel me? No, I'm I'm shit. I did my thing. They didn't they hated it at first. But after buzzing cracked, they put it out because they was like, Oh, maybe this LA thing may have a you feel me? Mm-hmm. Return Mac did his thing overseas but not not out here really. So it is what it is. Okay, speaking of overseas, what's the can you tell us a crazy experience that you had overseas? I mean shit. Yeah, but no. Okay. We then tell you. us the second crazy. <laughs> I mean, over look, my songs did way better overseas than they did in America. Right. So I was overseas damn near my whole career. After after buzzing, I was damn near. I was in London. I was in Australia. Mm-hmm. Everywhere more than I was in America. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but at the end of the day, you want to be cracking where you live. Yeah, of course, I want to come home and feel like I'm that nigga. Yeah, so for damn near four or five years, I was overseas most most of the time, mm. and it was like I'm 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 more famous overseas than I am out here. Yeah, and it's that's a gift and a curse for sure. Because out here, it's like damn niggas know my records but don't know my face. Over there, they know me. Yeah, for They're sure. They're like, oh, that's man, and it's like it's weird. You mm. feel me? Because how you you know what I'm saying? Picture that. Picture being famous somewhere you don't go often, and then coming back and getting treated like you, like you, just you damn near invisible, invisible. But niggas knew, knew eh. you. you feel eh. me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna say no, I'm no. invisible. No, but. no. Calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Straight up, and that, sure. that was like a whole thing with the because it was just like that's how the niggas they worked. If they saw wherever you was cracking, they gonna put you there. Yeah. And for me, it was more overseas. Buzzing was like top three. Mm. Billboard overseas. Yeah, over here, top 40. Yeah, over there, over there, top, top three, three, nigga. That's wild. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So you in high demand overseas. Oh, yeah. So, so it was like... It's time to get overseas, over the sea. And that's where I toured most of my time. Mm-hmm. But at, doing that, what you doing? Neglecting niggas in right. America. Then, then the streets ain't feeling you. The streets don't know you. Right. It's the not streets even like they attention. ain't They don't know you. They, ain't, they need attention. So that's that was like my story when I was signed. And that's kind of like... You know, it's a gift and a curse. I love touring overseas. I love it. I'm not going to, you know, I love it. The fact that I'm able to still go do shows over there. But it's also like, damn, I wish I would have paid more attention to the States. Yeah. Personally. And what would you have given them? What do you mean? Like, me. I would have given me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, never mind. That makes sense. What you're saying, nigga? No, nah, that makes sense. total sense. No. I just wanted to know, like. You trying to put more singles out? You to put more mixtapes out? You Everything. Get... I mean, I got signed. I didn't get signed off a of mixtape. I never really had. Right. You got it. You got to deal with the intention of making singles. Yeah, I never had a mixtape. I didn't get. I wasn't cracking underground ever. Right. That's the thing. That's what, like now. It's been me making up for that. Mm. You feel me? Like lately, the last five years, I've been putting music out underground, right. and that's kind of making up for the time I lacked. When I was signed That's interesting So you like You like started here Yeah So then you gotta go here I to gotta get, get the to, foundation to, right. to build it to there Exactly Cause like you like If you start here 
all Everything that's from missing. here to here. Missing. What is, what, who are you? I don't know. Exactly. It's, it's that familiarity exactly. of the brand that they it's need like a, It's a gift and a curse. Because yeah. niggas know me. They're like, oh, you man? You know what's crazy? This is how it goes. I'm going to keep it G. This is how it goes. It's like, bam. If I'm meeting somebody new or whatnot, they be like, okay, bam, let me hear your music. I play them some new shit. Damn, nigga, you hard. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? Oh, yeah, 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 boom. Then then, then like, oh, you man, bam, bam, bam. Oh, I know who you are. So it's like they comparing me to this, but all my new shit they loving, yeah. but it's like, damn, but you was here. Yeah. You did right. this. So it's like you got to kind of like, you got to make it make sense, connect the dots. Right. So it's a gift and a curse, but it's it's all good. I've been making a lot of new fans with the new music I make, yep. and that's that's kind of what it's about. For you sure. Okay, you recently, are you more focused on you as an artist or you as, uh, I don't want to say executive, and I don't want to say A&R, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I mean. Because you're, you're, like, you're like a, you put the pieces of the puzzle together. I mean, for the last, what? Four years, four or five years, I've worked with different artists. You've been fucking killing that shit, bro. Yeah, I've I've worked with different artists. Help a lot of niggas get on, especially for my city. You know what I'm saying? So, in that sense, yeah, I'm an executive. Like, I I see talent and I want to help, and I may give connections up and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I may not be the most business savvy. I'm a I'm a keep it G business savvy because I don't sign niggas. I don't put niggas on paperwork. None of that. That's not what my MO is. I kind of just like fuck with you and it's like it's good. You see the vision. And I you see go the for vision it. and it's like, hey, bro, you got a lot of potential. Like, let me connect you with him. Let me connect you with him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, and that turns into something. Beautiful. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't have no credit on that. So, executive, I can't say that because it's not, it's not written. Like, I may have, like, interviews and shit where niggas saying they, they give me respect, but at the end of the day, paperwork-wise, it's not that because I never signed nobody. I Are never, you happy with that? I am because it's, it's fulfilling, uh-huh. but I've learned a lot. Okay. I've learned a lot because a lot of niggas will take that and not necessarily go back and and give credit. Right. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with it, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I need my resume. It's, if I want to be the lead top executive I need my resume to say it I think you deserve it I think I deserve it too and niggas niggas know but at the end of the day it's like nigga that's man that's my homie Mm -hmm. a lot of the niggas I help out is homie it's not like no young niggas that ain't have nothing it's be like niggas like bam you cracking bro let me help you and we the same age you may be older than me yeah but it's like you know let me help you and it's like ah they looking at it like ah I can't give him all the credit because it's gonna make him bigger than me they look at me like competition mm-hmm. and i look at it like nah that's not really what i'm i'm trying to compete with you but i get where you're coming from yeah because we the same age we i'm still making music mm-hmm. so it may look like this other rapper put me on mm-hmm. but you know what i'm saying that's not necessarily the case i get it you feel me so that's kind of where it's at like i i look at myself if that's what i want to be an executive, but until I can start nigga putting people on paperwork right. and really handling business like that, then you know, until then, I'm just kind of the homie. So that's how I look at it. Immediate and then go ahead. No, so ultimately, like, what would you like to be? Would you want to be an artist, or would you want to just sit back, have your own label, 
and put people on paperwork? In reality, I want to do both. What I'm realizing is I can't do both. Mm. What I'm realizing is in order to help niggas and really be an executive, I can't. I, it's too much competitiveness yep. for niggas to feel like, you know what I'm saying, he put me on or he put me in the place if I'm still making music. Mm. So do, you it's think, like, do you think that's a regional thing too? Yeah. Because that doesn't seem to be a problem in Atlanta. It's not a problem, in, but Atlanta's different. Yeah. Atlanta just got different. We got, our politics is different. Motherfuckers is built different. Our <laughs> politics is so different. Mm. Because like, look, I'll put on some gangster rappers. Mm. Nobody in particular. I put on some gangster rappers. The fact that I'm not the most, you ain't being brought out by Suge, you being brought out by a nigga named Man who, who's known for having club records and shit like that. Niggas don't like that. Niggas mm. don't like the fact that they the most gangster rapper being put in position by a nigga who ain't the most feared nigga in the world. Uh, so they don't really want to say like, ah, that that nigga put me on. Yeah, it kind of okay. for them. It, to to them, what I look at it and how I feel, they feel like it's watered down. Mm, they feel big. like I'm diddying they mace mm. when they they not trying to turn murder. You into feel me? Pretty into pretty. They trying yeah. to stay murder. And if they got a pretty nigga, which is me, helping them, that ain't going to help they, they brand. I feel it. You feel me? Yeah. Nah, I, and I, it makes sense. And I get it. I'd be like, ooh, right. you making the right gangster move, nigga. For but sure. at the end of the day, that's not helping me. For sure. Because gangster culture is so important in that And life. it's so imp- important. You can't be put on by a nigga who don't, who about peace. Right. And you all about war. Right. It don't make no damn it's, sense. It's legitimately like getting put on the hood. Like, yeah, nigga, you got to get put on by the hardest nigga. Yeah, for sure. If or not, if not, or six little homies. And it's man. like, hey, I get it. I get the, I get the, the mindset. Yeah, but because we understand the LA politics. Yeah, so it keeps from the outside it, looking in, people be like, y'all are stupid. Yeah, it keeps it keeps me in the dark. But at the end of the day, it's like, am I doing it for the fame? Because I'm not doing it for club. Mm. So it's like I still be feeling, I feel good about it. But at the end of the day, I don't get my credit. I get that. Yeah. So, um, all all things go right for you in the next year or two. What happens? I I establish myself outside of music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have a, 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 my own business outside of music because I'm working on other stuff outside of music. I do that, and that gets me into a position where I can fully commit to working with artists that's beautiful and you know what I'm saying like to where I can I'll make music but it'll be so tucked off like 50 cent you know what I'm saying Mm. like 50 make music you can tell 50 still recording but it ain't put out it's more so he do shit for his own cause I I love making I'm not gonna stop I'm not gonna stop and I love when people love my music yeah but it can't be it can't be at the the level where they making music if that makes sense I want to put you, I just want to add him too. Uh, Ice Cube, Craig Mack, Mace, 50. That's the lane you're in when, as far as. I mean, me and 50, because I look at 50, 50, me and 50 both cancers. Yeah. So the way 50, a lot of the stuff he do, I kind of like relate to. Yeah, well, you're a story rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a story rapper. There's, it's not a lot of punchlines. There isn't a lot of punchlines, but it's the just, shit still go. Yeah. 50, T.I., Man. Craig Mack, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's 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 the lane. I you're like in. that. I like that for I like, sure. That's I like exactly. That you put my are. name in that mix. That that's who you are, bro. Yeah, it's royalty. And hip hop royalty. You literally created your own lane in a city like 
like Compton has been a thing. Like West LA is your Compton. You feel exactly, me? Exactly, bro. And and the thing is, I was by myself for the longest time. Mm. And and there's there you, the seeds of that are coming through. So I had to get you this. What's that? Oh shit. Oh. They can't read it, so you might have to read it out loud. M- what's that? I'm from West LA, huh? Mind your own business. There it is. Have yeah. to. Appreciate you, my nigga. Easy. Thank you, Danny. Appreciate you, man. For sure. All and love, man. that feels like a good time to end it right here. You hear me? So, I'm going to keep minding my own business. Hopefully, these niggas decide to do the same thing, and hopefully, you do it too. Hey, can I shout something out? Of course. I got a project dropping. My boy Polyester. It's called I'm Alive. Make sure you check it out. Cash App Yumpy D is out now on all streaming services. Cash App Yumpy D. If you're feeling the project, you're feeling the music, man, just send me a Cash App, man. Cash App, dollar sign, Y-U-N-P-Y-D. You hear me? Show love, man. Cash App Yumpy D out yeah. now. Cash App the nigga if you like it. If you don't like it, Cash App him a little bit less. Something, yeah, 30 cents. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we go.